Wow. What's up, everybody? Hello. Eric here, along with Chip of the Chip and Eric Show. Hey, you know, Chip, if nine more people listen today, on this day, <laughs> on the day that we're recording, not on the day that people are listening here, oh. we'll pass 18,000 listens. That's a lot of listening. That's a lot of times the Bible has opened. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. That Good is... job, everyone. Way to go. Yeah. You know what's cool is like each one of us individually could read the Bible on our own, but together we've yeah. done it 18,000 times. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. They say we're better together. They do say that. As they say Chip and Eric. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Better together. Well, guys, welcome back. Chip and Eric reading through the Bible together with you. All of you wonderful people. It's Today day, we're gonna be, day 302. Yes, day 302. Today we're going to be... Re- that means like two months, right? Like just a yeah. little over two months. That's crazy. That's crazy. crazy. That means we're going to be reading John chapter 11 today. Okay. Just John 11. Oh. That's it. All right. We can do that one. It's not even that long, but it's real good. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. The raising of Lazarus. Okay. A man named Lazarus was sick. He lived in Bethany with his sisters, Mary and Martha. This is the Mary who later poured the expensive perfume on the Lord's feet and wiped them with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was sick. So the two sisters sent a message to Jesus telling him, Lord, your dear friend is very sick. But when Jesus heard about it, he said, Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God so that the Son of God will receive glory from this. So although Jesus loved Martha... Mary and Lazarus, he stayed where he was for the next two days. Finally, he said to his disciples, hey, let's go back to Judea. But his disciples objected. Rabbi, they said, only a few days ago, the people in Judea were trying to stone you. Are you going there again? Jesus replied, there are 12 hours of daylight every day. During the day, people can walk safely. They can see because they have the light of this world. But at night, there is danger of stumbling because they have no light. Then he said... Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, and now I will go and wake him up. The disciples said, Lord, if he's sleeping, he will soon get better. They thought Jesus meant Lazarus was simply sleeping, but Jesus meant Lazarus had died. So he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sakes, I'm glad I wasn't there. For now, you will really believe. Come, let's go see him. Thomas, nicknamed the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let's go too and die with Jesus. (laughs) When Jesus arrived at Bethany, he was told that Lazarus had already been in his grave for four days. Bethany was only a few miles down the road from Jerusalem, and many of the people had come to console Martha and Mary in their loss. When Martha got word that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary stayed in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. Yes, Martha. Uh, said he will rise when everyone else rises at the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never ever die. Do you believe this, Martha? Yes, Lord, she told him. I've always believed you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who has come into the world from God. Then she returned to Mary. She called Mary aside from the mourners and told her, the teacher is here and wants to see you. So Mary immediately went to him. Jesus had stayed outside the village at the place where Martha met him. When the people who were at the house consoling Mary saw her leave so hastily, they assumed she was going to Lazarus' grave 
to weep. So they followed her there. When Mary arrived and saw Jesus, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and saw the other people wailing with her, a deep anger welled up within him, and he was deeply troubled. Where have you put him? He asked them. They told him, Lord, come and see. Then Jesus wept. The people who were standing nearby said, See how much he loved him? But some said, This man healed a blind man. Couldn't he have kept Lazarus from dying? Jesus was still angry as he arrived at the tomb. The cave with the stone rolled across its entrance. Roll the stone aside, Jesus told them. But Martha, the dead man's sister, protested, Lord, he's been dead for four days. The smell will be terrible. Jesus responded, Didn't I tell you that you would see God's glory if you believe? So they rolled a stone aside. Then Jesus looked up to heaven and he said, Father, thank you for hearing me. You always hear me. But I said it out loud for the sake of all these people standing here so that they will believe that you sent me. Then Jesus shouted, Lazarus, come out! And the dead man came out, his hands and feet bound in grave clothes, his face wrapped in a head cloth. And Jesus told them, unwrap him and let him go. The plot to kill Jesus. Many of the people who were with Mary believed in Jesus when they saw this happen. But some went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. Then the leading priests and Pharisees called together the high council. What are we going to do? They asked each other. This man certainly performs many miraculous signs. If we allow him to go on like this, soon everyone will believe in him. Then the Roman army will come and destroy both our temple and our nation. Caiaphas, who was high priest at that time, said, You don't know what you're talking about. You don't realize that it's better for you that one man should die for the people than for the whole nation to be destroyed. He did not say this on his own. A high priest at that time... As high priest at that time, he was led to prophesy that Jesus would die for the entire nation, and not only for that nation, but to bring together and unite all the children of God scattered around the world. So from that time on, Jewish leaders began to plot Jesus' death. As a result, Jesus stopped his public ministry among the people and left Jerusalem. He went to a place near the wilderness to the village of Ephraim and stayed there with his disciples. It was now almost time for the Jewish Passover celebration, and many people from all over the country arrived in Jerusalem several days early so they could go through the purification ceremony before Passover. They kept looking for Jesus, but as they stood around in the temple, they said to each other, what do, you, what do you think? He won't come for Passover, will he? Meanwhile, the leading priests and Pharisees had publicly ordered that anyone seeing Jesus must report it immediately so they could arrest him. Okay, very good. Yeah, that was a, that's a good passage. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. There's death, there's life, and there's the shortest verse in the Bible. Yeah, that's very true. Mm-hmm. But in this version, it's three words long instead of two words long. That is correct. Then Jesus wept. So if you're memorizing scripture out there yep. and you're memorizing the NLT, it's a little harder. Got three word verses instead of just yeah. two. A little more challenging there for you. That is a 50% increase. So <laughs> Good luck with that one. Yeah. Woo! That'll be the Chip and Eric challenge. Who, who can, can do memorize it? Who can do it? The three-word version. John 11, 35. John 11, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how <laughs> it's dedicated gonna be you tough are one, to Eric. this. It's yeah. going to be really tough. Honestly, I'm pulling my name I mean, right out of the ring yeah. immediately. I'm, there's no way. <laughs> I'm going to stay in it, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm Man, not committing to that, I think. I've run a marathon, but I don't know about that. At 50% increase, that's crazy. No way. That would be like you running 39 miles. You know, you going to do that? No. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. Best of luck to all of you. Don't well, come up to me and start quoting it. I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to memorize it. We so never, I won't know if you're right. Yeah. We never said it would be easy. Yeah. 
We never set yeah, up these. That's right. Well, listen, two semi-ordinary pastors reading an extraordinary book to wonderful people 18,000 times. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What, what, what do we ask, Chip? We ask, so, so what? what? And what does this tell us about God? Yes. Yeah. That is correct. So? What? Yes. When Jesus heard about it, Lazarus, you know, and he said, uh, his sickness will not end in death. And so he said it happened for the glory of God, so that the Son of God will receive glory from this. So we see this often uh, with Jesus yeah. when he does miracles. You know, he attributed, you know, this is so that God will be glorified. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 yeah, people benefit, others benefit, and, and Jesus gains some credibility, and people, we were just read, people believe in him because of it. Mm-hmm. And then they have tattletellers, too. Did you see that in oh, there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, Jesus raised a <laughs> guy from the dead. You better go tell. Jesus raised that guy from the dead. tell Jesus. Yeah, so we won't be with those guys. No. So the so what is don't be, don't be that guy. Yeah. So anyway, um, where was I going with this? Oh, so things happen. They all happen for a reason. God's the 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 master architect of everything and designer and writes our story. And and I um, I think it's this is a good reminder. Like when we go through tough times, you know that God can be glorified through it. And yeah. it, at the time, yeah, it doesn't seem that way. And they were crying, they were grieving, they were wailing. But Jesus at the end, he even cried. But at the end, he was glorified by it. People believed. So just realize that God can use our our painful situations uh, for his glory. Uh, somebody once said, it just came to me, um, God never wastes a hurt. Mm-hmm. He never wastes a hurt. And uh, I, I really like that. You know, you know, many of you have been hurt and are hurting, and we will all hurt right. at one time or another. And he'll, he can never, he'll never waste it. He'll use it. Yeah. So how can he use it? He can use it, you know, when we can tell others how he got us through it, mm-hmm. and, and then he can be glorified by it. And then he can use it um, when we use that hurt. So many people have done this to God's glory in ministry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't tell you, we had a, um, we had a, a miscarriage and it was just nasty mm-hmm. and we heard about them, but, and, and we prayed with people after them, but until we had one, you could, it changed everything yeah. for us. We're like, mm-hmm. this is really bad. Like, you know, before it's like, okay, yeah, you have one. A lot of people have them. Yeah. But when we had one, it changed, and so we were able to minister to a lot of people in different ways mm-hmm. because we went through them, we went through one. Yeah, and, uh, that's so anyway. true. So allow God to use your hurt to minister to others. And uh, he was, Jesus experienced hurt, others hurt, but he mm-hmm. used it to minister, and, to, and God was glorified through it. So, I'll often say uh, God is not the author of your pain, but he can make it beautiful. You know, and that's exactly what happens here. He didn't get Lazarus sick. Yeah. You know, he wasn't the author of this illness. You know, the the purpose of it happening for God's glory, Jesus waited mm. so that it would play out this way. But he didn't cause Lazarus to get sick. But he did make it beautiful, you know. Uh, what this yeah. tells us about God, that's one of the things this tells us about God, and I say it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but another thing that this tells us about God is he's got this power over death. Mm. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, it's interesting. You know, you look back at the Luke 16 thing with the rich man and Lazarus, the other Lazarus, you know, and and Abraham says they had Moses and the prophets. If someone come back to, came back to life, they wouldn't believe, right? Yeah. And that's what we see here. Yeah. Right? We get to see that played out. Yeah, right. That these Pharisees knew that these people who went and snitched to the Pharisees, they knew. They saw it. They saw it happen, and they still didn't believe. Yeah. And that's the way it is today. People know that that Christ has power over mm-hmm. death. Mm-hmm. Deep down, we all have that knowledge because it's written on our hearts. But we deny it. And that's exactly hmm. what we see here. So it just what this tells us about God, he's got this incredible power over death, and it is literally our hope. That's our hope, yeah. that when we die, that's not the end. You know, and we yeah. don't have to suffer an eternal death, death because we have life forever. Mm-hmm. So that is what this tells us about God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Good stuff. Hey, thanks for joining us today. We're so proud of you. We're just going after it and getting to it. Yeah, and uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, please share this with friends and family, and yeah, and strangers, and start memorizing that verse. Oh Whew. my word! I wasn't going to say it again because I don't want people holding me accountable for that. No, they no, they won't do that. But I think they will. They might. They don't, probably will. Don't pressure me. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do what I can. Please do. All right. So we'll see you tomorrow. Okay. And don't be a tattletale. Yeah. Honestly, if you see Jesus raise someone from the dead, don't don't go don't snitching on him to the Pharisees. Yeah. Tell everybody else. Like, mm-hmm. Not them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got to go. Yeah, bye.